I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Wednesday, June 29th, and we're happy to have you with us for our Winning Side broadcast. We welcome those of you listening by way of radio, 95.9 FM. I hope you're having a good day today. And those listening on the radio app and those on the podcast, we welcome you. Uh, For you, it may not be, uh, well, for the the app, it would be lunchtime. On the podcast, you could be listening some other time. But we're glad that you have uh, joined us for this uh, Wednesday edition uh, of The Winning Side. And those watching on Facebook and those watching on YouTube, we welcome you. I hope you're doing well. Hope you're having a great day. Uh, We are rejoicing here today at Victory Baptist Church because of what the Lord has done so far this week. It has been amazing. Uh, We had our kids' crusade started Monday night, and Monday night we had 16 uh, boys and girls that trusted Christ as Savior. Then last night, Tuesday night, we had four that trusted Christ as Savior. So this week we have already seen 20 uh, boys and girls come to know Jesus Christ as their Savior. And what a miracle, what a blessing that is. And I hope that you can rejoice with us. By the way, there's rejoicing going on in heaven, the Bible says, uh, over one sinner that repenteth more than, even more than the 99 just that need not repentance. Uh, there's the, the 99 that have been saved, and we thank the Lord for them. But when one sinner gets saved, there is rejoicing in the presence of the angels. Uh, Some people say the angels are rejoicing. Well, I think they're joining in too. But who is in the presence of the angels? It's the saved. It's the people that know God, the people that have already gone on to heaven. And they're rejoicing. You say, well, how do they know? Well, I think that uh, God uh, has a way of letting them know. I don't know if it's on a big screen. I don't know if it's announced in heaven. I don't know how how they get the message. But let me tell you, they get the message. And we want to get you the message today. Uh, on the radio and uh, online, we want to get you the message that there have been some people that have gotten saved and hope we always rejoice when people come to know Christ as Savior. Uh, tonight is our last night of Kids Crusade, and uh, I hope you plan to come. We will not have our regular uh, service with the prayer meeting and Bible study. It'll all be Kids Crusade tonight, and we welcome you to come. There's plenty of room on the side sections, kind of in the back. There's plenty of room for you to come and be a part. Uh, We will actually have two services tonight. We'll have the first service be for the fourth through sixth grade and the second service for the first through third. And so if you come tonight, you'll hear preaching twice and singing and, and uh, we'll only have one offering and we'll have one skit, but uh, we'll have a good time together. And we've got the carnival be right out here uh, in this field for all of the children. It's going to be a great time. All the inflatables and all the goodies, the uh, cotton candy and the snow cones. And it's supposed to be a beautiful evening too. I think it's supposed to be a high 70s this evening. And just, it's going to be wonderful. And I hope you'll pray. Pray that God will give us a great night tonight of our kids' crusade here at Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. Happy birthday today to Alyssa Shotwell. Hope you have a great day. And then happy anniversary today to Charles and Laura Clemens, 64 years today. Congratulations 
and God bless you. And then happy anniversary today to Freddie and Rosalie Hammock. Today is 65 years of marriage for them. And we thank the Lord for you and congratulations to both you couples. Uh, let's pray today for our church, pray for our members, pray for our missionaries. And uh, let's pray for a great, uh, great day and a great uh, evening tonight. Pray for safety and uh, pray for everybody, uh, safety getting here and going home. And then pray for safety for everybody while they're here. And uh, pray for a good spirit as we preach and teach and share the Word of God tonight. Well, here's a great song by the Clark family. I'm glad my foot is on the rock and I'm glad my uh, life is planted on a solid foundation. I hope you'll enjoy this song and then after the song we'll get into our Bible study in Psalm 91 right after this song. I've started out to win this race to serve the Lord and look upon His face. Sometimes the way's been long and the road's been rough one thing for sure, I've got my mind made up. I've got my foot on the rock and my mind's made up. Though I walk through the lonely valley and I drink from the bitter cup, when the devil comes a-knocking, showing me an easier way. I stand right flat on my feet, I lift my head in the air, I look him straight in the eye, I say my Foot's on the rock and my mind's made up Old Job was a man who was tempted in every way The devil took his family, he lay sick night and day His wife came a-saying, curse God you've had enough Job said, you talk like a foolish woman, I've got my mind made up. I've got my foot on the rock, and my mind's made up. Though I walk through the lonely valley, and I drink from the bitter cup. When the devil comes a-knocking, showing me an easier way. I stand right flat on my feet, I lift my head in the air. I look him straight in the eye, I say my Foot's on the rock and my mind's made up That devil, he will tempt you and fill you with strife He'll make you sick and tired, even try to take your life But just look up to Jesus and say, Lord, in you I'll trust the Lord will say, move on, Satan, she's got her mind made up. I've got my foot on the rock and my mind's made up. Though I walk through the lonely valley and I drink from the bitter cup, when the devil comes a-knocking, showing me an easier way. I stand right flat on my feet, I lift my head in the air, I look him straight in the eye, I say my Foot's on the rock and my mind's made up. I stand right flat on my feet. I lift my head in the air. I look him straight in the eye. I say my foot's on the rock and my mind's made up. My mind's made up. 
Amen. Praise the Lord for that. I hope your mind is made up and hope you got your foot on the rock. And praise the Lord uh, for that great song. Let's look at Psalm 91. We've been in this psalm for several days. And of course, we said that Psalm 90 and Psalm 91 are both uh, psalms that were written by Moses. And uh, we have seen the place that we're talking about in Psalm 91. It is the secret place of the Most High. It is under the shadow of the Almighty. And the Bible tells us that we are to abide in that place. We are to dwell in that place. And we've seen in the New Testament where Jesus says, abide in me and I in you. We are to abide in Christ and we're to abide in the Word of God. That means to dwell and to stay and continue in that place. We saw some evidences of abiding in Christ. How do we know that we're abiding in Christ? Well, we saw some evidences and then we saw some results of abiding in Christ. We'll bring forth fruit. We'll have answered prayer. We'll have a victory, overcoming the wicked one. And then we will have confidence and will not be ashamed when Jesus comes back. Let's look at a few more thoughts today of this idea or this subject to abide in Christ. Number one, let me encourage you today. And uh, this is uh, uh, maybe it's I know it's not a coincidence, but maybe it seems a little odd that we're saying this on the last day of kids crusade. But let me say this. I think we ought to abide in Christ and to stay faithful and stay true to Christ and, and stay committed to Christ even when we don't feel like it. Did you know that you are not always going to feel like getting up in the morning and reading your Bible? You're not going to always feel like praying. You're not going to always feel like going to church. You're not going to always feel like going to a prayer meeting or a Bible study or a kid's crusade or a, a bus ministry or a Sunday school class or a choir practice or whatever it may be. You're not always going to feel like it. But guess what? We stay faithful in the good times and in the bad times, the Bible says we are to be faithful in season and out of season. Hey, when, it, when you feel like it and when you don't, here's a verse for you, Galatians 6, 9. You could probably quote it with me, but it, I think it's a great reminder. The Bible says in Galatians 6, 9, and let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Now, that doesn't mean that you're never going to get tired. Of course you'll get tired. Uh, we're, we all get tired. But you don't get weary. You don't get discouraged and worn out in well-doing so that you quit. Because the Bible says that in due season, you say, when's the due season? When is that, when is that right time? When is that uh, appropriate time going to come? We don't always know when harvest time is coming. But the Bible says this, in due season, we shall reap if we faint not, if we don't quit, if we don't give in, if we don't give up, we will uh, reap, we will see the reward. So we abide in Christ, one, even when we don't feel like it. How about this one? You abide in Christ and you stay, stay in Jesus and stay faithful to Christ even when others don't abide in Christ. You stay faithful even when others quit, even when others leave. Here's an example, John 21 the Bible says that Simon Peter said to the other disciples, he said, I'm going fishing. And guess what the others said? They said, Peter, grab a rod for us. <laughs> We're coming with you, Peter. Hey, well, hang on. Don't leave yet. We're going with you. And you know what that, that, that passage, I think it teaches and it illustrates? 
it reminds us of the fact that when we quit, and by the way, Peter wasn't supposed to go back to fishing. You remember, he left his nets to follow Christ, but he got discouraged. Uh, after the crucifixion, and Peter probably felt all alone, and he felt like he, he didn't have enough strength to go on, and he said, I think I'm going to go back to fishing. Well, here's what that passage illustrates, that when you quit, you never quit alone. There's always going to be somebody that's going to follow you. Uh, it may be a friend, it may be a neighbor, it may be a coworker, maybe a child, uh, maybe a parent, it may be a, a brother or sister, or maybe it's somebody you don't even know, but they, they watch and you quit on God and they quit as well. You never quit alone. John Mark, in the Bible, he was uh, working with the Apostle Paul and he was involved in ministry, but the Bible says in Acts 13, 13 that John Mark, he quit, he gave up. Now, by the way, I'm glad he got back in the ministry. I'm glad that that wasn't the end of the story, but there was a season, there was a time where he quit. How about Demas in the Bible? I think you know this passage, 2 Timothy 4.10. The Bible says, Paul is speaking, for Demas hath forsaken me, having loved this present world. Demas quit. He got his eyes on the world and he said, I love the world more than I love serving God. I love the world more than I love uh, uh, living for Christ. And, and Demas quit. What happened to these men? I'll tell you what I think. I think they stopped abiding in Christ. I think they got their eyes on the wrong things. Maybe they got their eyes on people. Uh, maybe they got their eyes on their circumstances. Maybe they got their eyes on, on the disappointments of life and they took their eyes off of Christ. They stopped abiding in Christ. Here's a question for you. I wonder how many people, and the Bible doesn't tell us the answer to this, but I wonder how many people quit because these men quit. I wonder what it was like for the Apostle Paul traveling with John Mark and John Mark quit and uh, the next church he went to, I wonder if they said, hey, where's John Mark? Well, he, he quit. He went home. He couldn't handle it. I wonder what happened when Paul was traveling with Demas and, and, and Demas uh, quit and they asked, what about Demas? Where is he? He was such a faithful guy. He was such a happy guy. He was such a great servant. Where'd he go? Well, sorry to tell you this, but he got his eyes on the world and he quit. I, I wonder how many people quit. I wonder how many people would quit if you quit. I wonder how many people would quit if, if they saw that you didn't stay faithful. Now, again, uh, that people should not quit because of us. People should not quit just because of something somebody does. But sometimes that's the way it happens. May God help us to stay faithful. Uh, may God help us to stay uh, true. And may God help us to abide in Christ. By the way, maybe you're listening today. And I don't know who you are. I don't know where you're listening from. I don't know what's going on in your life. But maybe you say, Pastor, uh, I've quit. I've quit on God. Well, I got news for you. Uh, God is a God of second chances. And you see, John Mark, he came back. Barnabas said, hey, I'm going to take uh, uh, John Mark with me. And, then, and, and, and Paul said, no, I don't think that's a good idea. And later, Paul said, you know, he said, let's use John Mark. He's profitable for the ministry. And can I tell you, God used that man. Later on, God used that man to pen one of the gospels that we have. You ever heard of the book of Mark? <laughs> can I tell you, it was a man who had quit, but he got right. He got back. He got, he got things straightened out. He got things right with God. And he got back and he lived a life of faithfully serving God. I'm telling you, you maybe you've quit and you've given up. Well, I got news for you. God can still use you if you'll get back in the race. Number one, we said abide in Christ even when you don't feel like it. 
Number two, abide in Christ uh, even when others quit. But lastly, let me just give you this challenge. Abide in Christ. Stay faithful to Christ even when the blessings are not seen. You know, sometimes you live for God, you serve God, and you say, nothing good's happening. Well, first of all, it's not over yet. The race isn't over yet. But secondly, you only see things from the human perspective. Can I tell you, there's a God in heaven that sees things from the heavenly perspective. And the Bible says in Psalm 126 that they that sow in tears shall reap in joy. The Bible tells us that there will be a judgment seat. There will be a time of reward. There will be blessings. You may not see them right now, but can I tell you, God is faithful and he has not forgotten you. He hasn't forgotten what you've done for him and there will be blessings and there will be rewards for those that abide in Christ. I want to encourage you today to abide in Christ even when you don't feel like it. Abide in Christ even when others don't. And abide in Christ even when you can't see the blessings. Because one of these days when we stand before Christ, it will be worth it all. I hope you have a great day today on this Wednesday. Pray for us tonight for our last night of Kids Crusade. And we'll continue in Psalm 91 tomorrow. Have a great day. Thanks so much for joining us. God bless you. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.